Hey y'all, it's a podcast called Fresh. It's me, it's me, it's M A P. Gets it more than the rest of you. He's better at this than you. Your host of your favorite podcast, podcast called Fresh. And, you know, it's been a while since it's just been us. You know what I'm saying? I'm on this mug, solo dolo today. One man, one microphone, one podcast, you know, anyway. But yeah, I'm just trying to do something different, you know, trying to, um, the plan for you guys, I want to say I want to try to drop every, twice a week, but that's just me bugging because shit, we barely can do it once a week. And it's cause, you know, I don't know if y'all know, I don't really talk about my personal shit on here, but my wife is currently pregnant with my son. He's supposed to be here on the 23rd of this month, October. So, um, this is my first son, my fourth child. I mean, I'm sorry, my first son, my fifth child, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. And I'm not about to get into a whole bunch of mad personal stuff, you know. But if anybody knows me, I have an aversion to happiness. Which means when I get happy in my life, you know, when I've got happy, things go wrong. So, I try, when I get happy, I get real anxious and nervous. So, I've just been like a ball of nerves this whole nine months. And I'm super amped because, as I said, this is my fifth child and my first boy. So, which means this, I've had four daughters. Love my girls to death. Each one I was praying for, boy. Glad I had four daughters. It's, we're not about to get into that whole stuff. So, I'm just really amped. You know what I'm saying? Cool about that. Um, Basically, what's been going on with me, my wife was in the hospital over the weekend. Um, Had some discomfort. Went in just to double check and they ended up keeping her. Fucked up my life. We had to scramble and get people to watch our four kids and all this stuff. And I had to go to work and I really didn't have time. You know, I couldn't do things the way I wanted to. So that just pretty much had me all messed up over this weekend. Posted did a, um episode with my man, Kellen Conley, a.k.a. Anthony Wagner. But had to end up canceling because I did not know what my weekend was going to be. And I was in straight dad mode. So I couldn't even call it. So. I didn't record anything, and then it's just I was super tired. Taking care of my kids and just all that. You know what I'm saying? So uh my man Kells has told me he um put his foot down. That's the um the RZA of hyping. No, I'm not gonna say this it's fucking cool. He is the I guess Lionel of the hyphen podcast group. Or whatever you want, or fearless leader, however you want to say it. He told me not to record. He said he was not going to after I, I canceled and I tried to, you know, just do something. He said, no, nah, he didn't want me, uh, you know, bugging and shit. So I'm like, uh, you know, if I'm not bugging, but you know, just being tired and, you know, cause I'll stay the fuck up till like five o'clock in the morning mixing my shit every day. So anyway, yeah, I'm doing this now. <laughs> So in, in fairness, I, I didn't record or anything when he when he said I should. I shouldn't, rather. I didn't. I'm doing this on a Saturday, trying to knock this out and check out some hell in the cell later. So anyway, guess we're just gonna talk about some things for a minute, just ramble on with this monologue. But yeah, um I'm just tripping. I'm trying to hopefully get a review for you guys coming up about this Joker movie. I know it's bullshit. I haven't seen it yet. I refuse to pay to see it. My, if I see it, it's going to be bootleg. I'm not paying for that shit. It is a testament to how much fucking DC sucks. I'm just really irritated. And it's like I was telling my man, um, my man Merlin, 
he saw it and he was telling me about it. I'm just laughing. And he was just saying, basically, it took the whole movie for something to get started. And I'm thinking, like, off top, if it's Joker, Joker doesn't have a backstory. That's what's so scary about Joker. You don't know what the fuck he came from. That's the scariest part. You don't know. He could be anybody. What made that nigga that way? No one knows. That's part of the mystery. So if you give him a name, and it just, it just fucks up shit. He has an origin story. You could do the fucking uh, killing joke. There you go. But y'all want to make up some shit. You know, and again, a testament to how much DC sucks. You can't make a, 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 a superhero. It's not even like it's just it's going to be connect to nothing. But you got family to waste on this shit. You know, it's fucking like on um Family Guy. Y'all motherfuckers can't make a good movie, but you can waste film on this shit. For real. So I'm hearing about it. And like my man was telling me, it's like Joker started a revolution. And I'm like, Joker wouldn't start a revolution. But yet, Joker would start a revolution. Then he would turn on the people and kill them. Because that's a real revolution in his mind. Joker gives a fuck about no one but himself. That's the beauty of Joker. One time, nigga, what'd he do? Kidnap almost all the kids in Gotham? Just to lure uh, Commissioner Gordon's wife or girlfriend to the fucking police station? She pulled a gun on him? Don't do that. If you pull that gun on me, I'll get nervous. He's holding a baby. He ends up dropping the baby. The girl jumps down, catches the baby. He shoots her in the head. Next panel. Niggas just walking out with his hands up. I give up. That's the shit Joker does. There is, he doesn't care about anybody other than himself. That's the beauty of Joker. He's madness with no rhyme or reason. And the fucked up shit is he'll tell a joke, he'll do shit, and it's only funny to him. And to him, that's the funny part. It's like as crazy as it is, it's a method to his madness. But it's still madness. You know what I'm saying? And for them to do this, so many great Joker stories you could have told are ways to integrate him into to having a new DC. You know what I'm saying? But no, y'all gonna get fucking Scorsese? You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. Then on top of that, you got this nigga Scorsese talking about, oh yeah, uh, it's not real cinema, superhero movie. Man, shut the fuck up. So all these old heads who can't get their mind around shit. I get where he coming from. You read a comic, you read a good comic. It's a fucking cinematic experience. The shots and all that shit. It makes you feel. Speaking of Joker, read the killing joke. You can see how that nigga snapped. Nigga was a dude telling jokes and he sucks. Nigga had a, hey, he's the kind of dude, you got you a better than average chick. You're like, this bitch is out of my league and he still got her. You know what I'm saying? So then he trying to do what he do. He ends up getting some shit with some mobsters. Okay, my bad. Spoiler! Getting in, you know, with some mobsters. They told him all you got to do is wear this outfit. The red hood. Go in here. Distract Batman. We run in here and do our thing thing. Later on, he thinks about it. You know what, man? Finds out his wife is pregnant. I can't do this, man. I'm about to have a kid. You know, and they try to lay on you. You got to get that chow, dog. You got to get that money, baby. He like, man, nah, I think, you know what, you guys, y'all cool, man. I'm just going to be easy. They, you know, oh, okay, I guess so. Then he finds out later on that I think someone shot the heater inside of his apartment and killed his wife, thus killing her and the baby, leaving him with the situation. Something shit that he had no choice but to do that shit. So then he ends up doing that shit, not because he wants to. He's fucked up. He gets there. He sees Batman. 
He's he's motioning to Batman, nigga, I don't want to do this shit. He's got the fucking red hood on. But Batman can't see his face. And at that point, Bat- Red Hood was like an already established criminal. Batman, like, I ain't got no time for talking. He started beating that nigga's ass. Joker can't tell him, hey, I I, I don't want to. Knocks him over the thing. He falls into the vat. It gets in his head. He goes crazy. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. Let's segue this to the fucking birds of prey. All right? Now. With the birds of prey, I, I saw that. I don't know. My, people see that shit. I saw the fucking trailer. It looks like hot shit to me. And I don't mean like, nigga, that's hot. I mean, it's like feces. Garbage. Garbage. That's what it looks like to me. All right. They have just fucking ruined. DC is ruining everything. They've ruined Harley Quinn for me, man. For real. And I'm not saying, I was, oh, he's a misogynist. And, yeah, nah, nah, son. That's not what it is. My thing with Harley Quinn is this. She exists as a ex- part of the Joker. Her whole point is for the Joker. That's it. Then, okay, I'll give it to you. You want to put her on her own? That's cool. I am fine with that. That can be done. But let's not forget Harley Quinn is fucking crazy. I don't mean in the, oh, that's cute. Harley Quinn would kill a child. Harley Quinn would kill an old lady. Harley Quinn would do almost anything. That bitch is crazy. Because you have to think, when this nigga Joker was doing all this shit, she knew it and was helping that nigga. She was in love with him, but she wasn't stupid. Another thing with Joker. My Joker, I want to see. I want to see when they had a Joker on the big screen, when that nigga started doing the laughing gas. I mean, like, on what was the Dark Knight Returns or whatever, or whatever the movie was in, you know, in the future, when a nigga gassed the fucking, um, he gassed his whole studio audience with Joker gas that made these niggas laugh themselves to death while reaching into their asses and pulling out their innards. That's the Joker I want. The Joker who became Emperor Joker and ate all of China and laughed and said, I'm just going to be hungry in 10 minutes anyway. That's the Joker I want. But like I said with Harley, all right, birds of prey. I know I'm kind of oh, I'm like a black black canary, but I get it. Black canary, you know, should be black. I'll give you that. You know, I saw who was supposed to be fucking Batgirl, and I'm like, she don't look like she trained for martial arts. Black girl, Batgirl was trained by our lady Shiva. That bitch can fight Batman. She don't look like she that good. You know what I'm saying? So. This whole thing is that then they made fucking black mass gay. Why? I would have thought it would have been better if they would have had that nigga on some toxic masculinity. I'm underestimating these bitches at every fucking turn and uh, some shit like that. My nigga black mask. I don't have a problem with that nigga being gay. Like my man Stein was saying, I could see Zass being gay because that nigga stays in prison. But then again, if I say that nigga was a gangster and rose up through the ranks of Gotham and he was gay, how'd that come out? But I understand things are changing. I'm not trying to be closed-minded. I just think, why, why do we... Because when they get into the whole point that, okay, he's gay. Because like when they were saying, oh, in the game they had the first gay character. My thing is this, until you see everyone fucking somebody, how do you know they're not gay or not? Even if you see a dude or a bitch fuck a bitch or a dude, I don't mean they're gay, quote-unquote. So I'm like, with all this shit being said, why does he have to? Why can't they just have that nigga like he was under the Red Hood? 
just socking niggas in the face, being crazy. But yeah, it's like DC is just it's just fucking it up, man. I was telling my nigga Merlin, it's funny. At one point, I wanted to name my son Damien whenever I had one because I have a daughter I named her Talia. You know, after Talia, I go. My plan was to name my son Damien. You know what I'm saying? Now, fuck that. I don't even read Batman no more. DC has made this shit un- unbearable. I can't even fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for what? Then they got another Batman coming out with Patterson. I don't know. I just, you know, then they got another thing I'm pissed niggas is saying Joaquin Phoenix is the best Joker ever. Nigga, I would still say Heath Ledger is up there, if not the best. Just the whole right. The writing in that movie is Clax's Joker. If you peeped, peeped the part when he gave them little things, you blow up this boat or you blow up this boat. Now, if I remember correctly, I think the shit was reversed. That he No, 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 no. That, that was uh, that was the shit to save Harvey Dent. He reversed that shit anyway, so it didn't matter. But this, that's the shit the Joker does. I'll let the killers decide. I have a boat full of killers and rapists and murderers. And I have a boat of regular people. Regular people, you can kill the murderers and rapists and killers. And you go free. Or you kill them before they kill you and vice versa. That's some Joker shit. That plays on morality. But, you know. I'm over here yakety yakking. It's a little riffing. Hope y'all appreciating it and uh, rocking with me. Once again, this is your man, Miles Amadeus Prawa. And this is a podcast called Fresh. Take a break. We'll be right back. Blurt up. My daddy's podcast is called Hyphenation. It's the world's greatest podcast. Barack Obama proof. On Hyphenation, my daddy talks about all kinds of cool things. And sometimes I'm on the podcast too. Sometimes he has his friend Marcus on. Sometimes he stays up really late and he's tired the next day. But it's worth it. But he loves his podcast and I love his podcast. So I really want you to listen to Hyphenation. So daddy doesn't get sad. He really doesn't get sad though because he has me. Oh wait, please listen to Hyphenation. Thanks y'all. Love the podcast, so please, please, please try to join. But if you know it. Perfect. Thank you. Can we hear it now? We do it for the culture and not for the vultures. <laughs> it's a podcast conference. Hey, yo, and we are back. Podcast called Fresh. Man, maps. It's good. Anyway, continuing with this episode, I am um, telling y'all I was dealing with the whole point of my wife being in the hospital. I was kind of depressed, you know what I'm saying? I was worried because it was a possibility that my son could have been born over the weekend and we were totally unprepared, which freaked me out. I had to dig deep and call in reserves and ask people for help, you know, watching my kids and stuff. I don't deal well with stress. I mean, I deal with it, but I guess basically better to say my coping mechanism, I... Get into my podcasting more. I, I have to focus my mind on something. I have to do something so I can just not think, you know, roll up something, give me some wine or whatever, and just work on something, editing something, whatever it is, just so I can just focus because I don't want to think. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I was trying to think of something to do. Want to definitely want to have another episode um, because just in case you weren't able to put the episode out, which turned out being what happened this week. 
for next week. So I'm like, I'll have this. And I had this idea that I want to do with other people. I want to do a little short series um, called like the masterclass. You know what I'm saying? And that just came with the idea for me. I have a very, very, very deep love for music. Very deep love, especially video game music. I love it. I am one of the only people who, like, I avidly play Jet Set Radio soundtrack. I play the soundtrack for Street Fighter Third Strike, which is the only Street Fighter I play. Even though I'm thinking of low-key, I want to play Street Fighter Four, but I don't know. because Third Strike was just so perfect. Hand-drawn counters. This new shit, I don't know. Maybe if I can get on the deal or something, I might get it too. But yeah, you know, I'm really big on video game music. And it's like, going through this whole thing with my wife, and I was just really depressed. And just thought about listening to video game music. And I just thought how much I loved it and how much just playing like Genesis. Oh, man, it was just, it, it enhanced the experience. You know what I'm thinking? You know what? Fuck it. I should do something just talking about that. You know what I'm saying? So here we are, and this is the first episode, I'm hoping of many, of me doing the Masterclass, you know, series. So this one, we're starting off with Sonic the Hedgehog 1, which is a very great game. I love it. Um, One of the first games I have ever played, ever, on, like, just from beginning to end, and just the whole thing. I remember the day my cousin Mel, he got a um, Genesis. This nigga was the shit to me because he ordered his out of a comic book. I didn't even know Genesis existed in my time. Let me think. It came out, what, 1990? I had to been like, let me think. Maybe seven or eight. Something like that. So it wasn't like, you know, shit wasn't like it is now. I didn't even know that shit existed. I just thought Nintendo was it. So when he got his shit in the mail, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, because everything I make, this nigga's grown. He's getting mail. He's getting real things. And I remember, you know, turning the shit on and playing it. Sega. Like, wow, what the fuck is this shit? And just how Sonic came on, how he just popped up. And I think he was wagging his finger and how. The background was moving. I'm just like, oh, my God, this shit is blowing my fucking mind right now. You know what I'm saying? So I used to sit with my cousin, like, for the longest. I never even wanted to play. I just wanted to watch him. It just looked ill. And then one day he's like, you can play. And it's just I used to watch my cousin, my cousin Mel, his sister, Londa. She used to play. And I used to watch her play. And we used to sing songs. And I just loved the music. And it was such an important part of my life. Up till now, I'm like, I have to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So I like to think it's a lot of other people like myself who just have a very deep love and affinity for these, this music and these soundtracks, which made this gaming experience all the more immersive and memorable. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to start this off right here. And I'm hoping you like it. And of course, you know, like, subscribe, all that. Your favorite, you know, your favorite podcast, podcast called Fresh. All your major platforms. Thank you. Should have said that shit to begin with. Yeah, probably shouldn't have said it in the middle. But anyway. Alright. Genesis had two audio chips. First chip was a six channel FM chip. And the other one was a four channel PSG chip. Which was added for backwards compatibility. And could also act as a secondary audio chip. So. 
like for um like Streets of Rage 2, right? One of the reasons why, and I want to do that next, Streets of Rage 2 has one of the greatest soundtracks out there at that time, in, in my opinion, of all time, is because they used the, what, what chip? They used the PSG chip to sample directly from a rolling keyboard. So that's why all the sounds and the synths sounded so good for Streets of Rage 2. Now, um, I don't know if any guys you ever heard of the group Dreams Come True. I know about the Dreams Come True because I, I found them looking into a long time ago who made the music for Sonic. So one of the members of the group, his name is Masato Nakamura. Excuse me if I'm uh, messing it up. He was a member of the Dreams Come True. He made the music for Sonic 1 and 2. He did the whole, uh, he did the entire soundtrack himself under the restriction that he could only play four sounds at a time. Now think about that. All that shit is primarily, he can only do it under the restriction of that. So, ironically, the first song he made was Green Hill Zone, followed by the select or the start screen or the theme or whatever that was. So, there we go from there. Okay, now, here's the part we're going to, I'm going to try something a little bit different. Okay, I'm going to, um, have some music playing. I'm going to play a little bit of the soundtrack of the, the album, the game. Give you some commentary. We're going to move through it. Not going to play too much. Not trying to get sued. Probably going to get in trouble. But for the record, I'm not trying to capitalize on anything. I am just an avid lover of these games and this music. I listen to the music without the game. That's how great it is to me. And I think it's something that's been uh, underappreciated. And just a lot of stuff. And it's just, you know, maybe I'm not the only one. So here we go. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Green Hill Zone. Everybody knows this one. Classic. Remember just the first time I played the game. It's just just so vibrant and just moving. And it's just cool. It's like you can tell it's really upbeat. And you know that. All that stuff. It's, it's moving it along. And it's like it's very encouraging. You know what I'm saying? And I like that shit. And just this whole level was just... Man, just memories, dog. Just so much fun. You know what I'm saying? And it's just funny. Oh, it's just one level. It's so classic. It's appeared in several Sonic the Hedgehog games from one to fucking what? Sonic Adventure 2 and all of that. But you listen to the breakdown, it's like a fucking song. You know what I'm saying? And at this time, it was a big deal because you wasn't getting this like full sound like a full score not a full but for the technology it was really good for what it was you know what I'm saying and you play this for old heads you know like me niggas just smile you're like dang that shit okay hey 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 okay hey 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 alright yeah man you know what I'm saying but let's keep it moving dog we don't want to be dwelling too far okay Oh, that's that, that's that Marvel Zone, man. Just hearing that, dog. It's just, oh, maybe I just I can hear the lava, like the lava coming up. Or just then you think about uh the little caterpillar machines and stuff, man. It's just so crazy how like just how it changed from the first song to this song. It's a little sense of danger, you know what I'm saying? And man, ah, and also side note. This was one of the first levels, and I think in a lot of Sonic games, that you could push anything. I think it was probably the only part, maybe another part in the, of this to Sonic where you could push something, but that was it. 
But man, it's just you know, and just how I, I can see how my man Nakamura was saying he wanted these songs, these levels to sound very cinematic. He wanted to move you along, and I, I can get a sense of that from this. And it's just just the keys that. Mm, And then come that breakdown and hit a bass. Boom, 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 boom. Man, that jacket's so nice, man. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we're about to keep it moving going on to this next one. Oh, Spring Yard's on. All right. Well, my cousin Londa used to play this one, right? We used to sing. Of course, all the Sonic songs we used to sing to. We used to be like, hey. I ain't got no money. Hey, no, 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 I ain't got no money. Man, we used to sing to it, but just like, it's just so upbeat, and I love it. Like, man, it's just, I used to play these levels, and I'm not gonna lie, I would just sit and I would just listen to the music, and it was just so much stuff to see and do. That's why I used to die a lot. It's stuff moving in the background. A lot of times you see like the trees is like moving to the music and stuff. And it was just, oh man. And to me, it just sounded like a club banger or something like that. You know, not a banger, but it just was just great. I love this. You know what I'm saying? And then when they get to this this breakdown, right, it just had me bugging like, mm, 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 mm. And where they do that at? You know what I'm saying? But this is the great shit that the Genesis was bringing. And it would make it be like, nigga, you could play this level. And everyone had three acts, which made it even better. You know what I'm saying? But you could just, you would never get tired of being on the level because it was just a song. And then it was dope for him to make it so it loops, but it doesn't get repetitive. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but this is probably one of my favorite Sonic songs of all time. Oh, Labyrinth Zone. Now, okay, I don't know what's like that. Boom, boom, boom. I don't know what it is, but maybe like I guess what's I don't know what's supposed to string. Ding, ding. It just sounds like water, doesn't it? Maybe it's just I don't know if I would say that normally if I had heard this before, but and then this part right here, it's like Yeah, man, I just I just I could, it just takes me back, man. I just I don't know, it's just so stupid. The song just sounds wet. That that sounded perverted, but yeah, but you know, it just reminds me of the water and the drain, just just the slow moving. And I remember the first couple times I played this, I used to lose all the time because I had to get used to the mechanics of jumping in the water. You know what I'm saying? And then you would hear that, you'd be like, "What the fuck is that shit?" Hey, 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 my bad. But anyway, and you'd be like, "What's that?" But I would never know because I'd always some way either jump out of the water or. I'm by some chance get a bubble I didn't know I didn't know anything and Sonic was the first game that made me know that niggas die like Mario would fall off shit but that was different like Sonic would drown that shit fucked me up but yeah let's keep it moving oh yeah Starlight Zone now this zone this was the reason I wanted to play the game and excel and get further off into the game. You know what I'm saying? Because just that boom 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 boom. But the boom boom. Then hear the bass come in. But the boom boom. But the boom boom. But the oh, and just like the whole level, it was just green. I remember the first time I got to this level, 
I literally just sat there and didn't move. And that's how I found out in Sonic you can die because there is a time limit. But it's just this whole thing and it's just like, and as you peep out, it's like the music changes. It's changing as each level goes. And I guess like this one is like, okay, this is lulling you. Okay, it's cool, it's moving along. You know what I'm saying? Just in just the name, nigga, where you at? I'm on the Starlight Zone. Like, nigga, that shit sounds so classy. Man, for the longest, I used to think that was the end of the game. And when I got there, I would be so amped on getting to the Starlight Zone, I would fuck up when I played. And I'm like, oh, I'm here. I think it's the end of the game, you know what I'm saying? But at that time, I hadn't got that far in games. I was that young cuz, like, I can't get past this point. Can't Mel beat this part from me? Nigga get mad, beat the whole game, piss as hell. Side note, Mel was the first person I ever seen beat Metroid in one playthrough. Shit blew my fucking mind. Side note, I know Sack was talking about Nintendo during this Sega Masterclass. I apologize, and we move on. Hey, 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 alright, what's this? This is Scrap Brain Zone? Alright, yeah. Now, this is when, like, you can tell from the beginning. Like, what y'all like? And I keep saying this, and I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? But my man Nakamura, he said he wanted to make you feel like it was an adventure. And it's like, he said, the music makes you want to move forward. And of course, you know, you put all the extra other sound effects and this stuff. It's a very immersive experience, you know what I'm saying? But uh, this is the part like when the breakdown, like, and then it brings it up like, Mel! Man, that shit is nice. I don't know. Like I said, maybe I'm bugging. Watch me drop this shit and I end up getting like one play. Which is about to sit with me anyway. But I don't know. Again, like I said, I just think this shit is just jamming. You know what I'm saying? Then it bring it back like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I just thought this was a big deal because it's like, um, I don't know. We're going to keep it moving, alright? One second. My name is Miles Amadeus Prower. I have what I believe is a pretty cool podcast that you probably never heard of. I Black Man Podcast is a view of a white world, seen with the aid of a black light and a little humor to help you cope. So check out the I Black Man Podcast on iTunes and anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is the I Black Man Podcast, offensively black. Finally, the podcast called Fresh has returned. Oh, man, the boss music. I remember the first time I got to a boss. That shit made it sound so fucking epic. Nigga, it seemed like shit's on the line. Man, it's just like a boom, 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 boom. It makes you, it's like, it's triggering fight or flight. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, snare? Man, I love this junk. And it's like, each time I would fight him, and this is how, when I was young, I thought this was the last time. Like, oh my God, this shit is so finalizing. <laughs> I'm blurred out, y'all. Excuse me, man. Let's keep it moving, all right? Oh, man. 
finals on, man. Do you hear that? This hi hat, this snare came to play. It came. Nigga sound like gunfire off in the distance. But man, just listen to this shit. Just to make for a fucking game, this shit sounds like everything is at stake, nigga. Everything. And there's like, this is why I would lose, because the music was. Sonic was one of the first games, and I, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Sonic was one of the first games that I ever had to play where I had to turn the music off. Because it would make me fuck up. This shit just sound like so epic, don't it? You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it moving, people. Oh, man. Okay. The bonus stage. I love this shit. All right, now, shout out to my homie, Doc. Hey, Doc, check this out. I had this, this, okay, I had this sketch I had wrote. Me and Doc are writing this comic called Pop and Soda Pop. Anyway, I had this sketch that I wanted to write with, with Frank and them in the elevator doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know how they did that? But they're all humming this song in a round. And that's the most annoyingest, funniest shit. Anyway, but no, this level, man, I used to play this shit and it would like relax me and also bring me anxiety because the level is spinning around. But to this day, this shit just brings me peace, man. And through like this whole weekend I had, you know, worrying about my wife and my unborn son. Listening to this fucking soundtrack has brought me bliss, which has given me the idea of doing this. Got a rhyme, didn't it? And also, you people, I was in the waltz. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two. I don't know. I'm weird. I peep this stuff out. You know what I'm saying? But to me, I think the soundtrack to this shit is just perfect. You know what I'm saying? Thus, the masterclass episode. So, I'm going to guess we're going to... All right, let me think. What else are we going to play? <laughs> of course, y'all all know... Of course, you know, the drowning theme, classic. First thing that gives you anxiety as a kid. Makes you start second-guessing yourself. You're tripping the fuck out. You don't know what's going to happen. The next thing you know, you're slipping up. Oh, well, shit. Oh, my... And you're dead. <laughs> then you get to continue screen. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, man... I'ma just end this right here. This part right here I'm playing, I think it's kinda ill to me because it's very finalizing. Okay, this is if you got all the Chaos Emeralds, you know what I'm saying? And I just thought it was dope how they show Sonic running through the game. And then not only did he run, it was literally like a fucking victory lap. He ran from Green Hill Zone all the way to the end. Then on top of that shit, the niggas fucking they're playing a medley of all the songs as they go together. And I just thought this shit was so fucking finalizing to me. Niggas sleep on my man. He, he My man who made this Nakamura, he is great. God bless that man, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully, y'all appreciate what we're doing over here. And download, like, and share this episode with your friends and family. So I want to thank y'all for listening. Helping me deal with my anxiety and blurting out with your boy. So, with that said, I'm going to have to end it right there. Cut that. And tell y'all. And remember, just because you live in this world does not mean you have to exist in this world. Comic books, anime, all of that can be used in escape. Also, if you're having a problem, reading comic books can help you. Trust me. It's a lot of live people right now 
who would be dead if it was not for me reading comic books. It's your boy Miles, I'm a dead prowler. Blurred up. Peace. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure.